Welcome to the world's fastest growing podcast that interviews random Todds and asks them unpredictable questions in a series of wacky segments. Here at the Toddcast, we believe every Todd has a story and we want to hear it. Welcome, 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 everyone! And um, why don't you why don't you come on in and uh, why don't you come on in and have a seat? Is Chris Hansen? What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> we, I, that's what I felt like. It's a to catch a predator episode now. <laughs> uh, so yeah, everyone, go ahead and come in and take a seat. We're gonna listen to the words of artist Todd Francis. Check out his awesome illustrations on his Instagram at Todd Francis Art. We appreciate you dropping the um, dropping the drawing utensils for a moment to join us today. How's it going? It's going well, guys. Thanks for having me on. Uh, we we appreciate you taking the time out. It's um, I'm sure you've it's been a busy busy time for you with all the with everything going on. Or how's that been? It, yeah, it's it's definitely a, a busy time because I have like sort of six different jobs. So <laughs> um, I'm always just kind of dancing around different corners at the drawing table try to keep everybody from being mad at me. <laughs> well, speaking of being mad at you, um, we, <laughs> great. <laughs> We're just say a tip. <laughs> no, just a tidbit for the uh, listeners. We, we had a uh, scheduling snafu where we, Michael and Brad screwed up the, screwed up the scheduling. And cause Todd is on the West coast. We are on the East coast. That's so it. we were sitting, we were sitting here at 6 PM uh, Eastern time waiting and it is now 10 PM. <laughs> Eastern time and within that time, time. Yeah. It's bedtime. So we, so we had, we, we, Michael and I fixed ourselves and we hung out until 10 o'clock. But during that time I ate an entire large pizza. Oh, um, congratulations. So that would not have happened if we would have done the right thing, Michael. So I'm not even pissed at Todd. I'm pissed at us. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I ate three a, salmons. So that's full, full salmon. Just caught, <laughs> caught them right out of the stream. Wow. That's like three fried chickens and a Coke. <laughs> three whole salmons. Three whole salmons. I'm just like a bear. Yeah. That's what I was about to say. It's a freaking Kodiak. But I just wash it down with some milk and cookies. So watch out. <laughs> yeah. Watch um, out blankets. Yeah. It's going to be, it's going to be a rough night for your, um, your bowels. Your trout. Always is. <laughs> trout hole. Um, yeah, so I couldn't help but notice that you worked on a very large mural. Was that for the, uh, was it Long Beach Surf Company? Yeah, so that was just a couple of weeks ago. And yeah. um, one, of the, one of the jobs that I've got is I, I'm an art ambassador with Vans. So I do a lot of work with Vans. Oh, wow. Uh, nice. That's awesome. All over the country and sort of traveled for them as well a little bit too. So um, that was a mural that was part of a checkerboard day, annual checkerboard day for Vans. And... Uh, they had me doing a mural outside of a LB skate shop in Long Beach. And uh, it was a really big wall and I want to sound all cocky and confident about it, but it was hard. It was yeah. like a 50 foot wall and it was tall. So I had to be up on a ladder and I've got a thing about heights. So, <laughs> and the ladder there was really sketchy. And so it was like, <laughs> it was a good, a good challenge, a good test. Yeah. I, I was looking at the pictures. It looks great. And one of the pictures that I noticed, uh, you have your, you have your butt cheeks out. 
Uh, is is that the is that the is that the yes. norm? Is that your normal? Usually, butt cheeks yeah. out when you paint. That's why they send me all over the country and globe to work <laughs> for them for the ass shots. No, well, I, I mean it's, th- th- they're great, great cheeks. Yeah, yeah. Sure. <laughs> um, they, it's it's funny. So uh, uh, I was they had nine of us doing murals uh, all over the country at the same time yeah. as part of this thing, and you know you're paying attention to what the other artists are doing. I'm friends with a lot of them. Yeah. paying attention to what they're doing at the same time and it's you know uh, if you follow a lot of different artists on instagram it can be very sincere and kind of earnest yeah which to me is sort of code for boring and self-important and so <laughs> just looking at everybody you know and they just like they're working hard diligent and all that and it, it just gets boring man and yeah. I, I just the the serious art world thing can get boring fast yeah that, so. that 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 stick is overplayed i think well, it's just the it's just the default way that most people yeah, yeah, they want to be taken seriously, and so they just seem serious and exactly. And uh, and so a, a friend of mine who happens to be a, a really famous sort of venerated pro skater who lives in Long Beach, he was hanging out with me that day, and I go, his name's Ray Barbie, and uh, and Ray was there, and he's a photographer, and and he's like a an icon, and yeah. he was just hanging out all day because he's like the rest of us totally bored, and his life has been devoid of human contact for most of the year, like mine. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, I happened to be in town for, you know, I was down Long Beach every day for most of the week work. And so he spent a lot of time hanging out with me. At the end of the day, I said, Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to reach up. I'm going to have just a little butt crack showing, <laughs> take a picture of it. Will you? Cause I want to, I want to post that as my serious artist at work picture. <laughs> and then my pants kind of slid down. I reached up and my pants kind of slid down a little further and it became full moon fever. Oh, yeah. And, uh, uh, and, and he was, a, he was like, yeah, that was a little more than I was expecting. <laughs> yeah. You got, you got two hams, two hams in the wind. Yes. Yes. yes <laughs> and hams. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. So, so anyway, that was, that was the story behind that. Oh, nice. Yeah. I didn't know if that was just your uh, normal thing. If that's how you, how you just get in the zone and it's just, just ass out yeah. or. Yeah. Yeah. That's not my signature move. Oh, okay. Well, cause, uh, well, cause no. that's how I do podcasts. Um, luckily yeah, well, look, I can't see look, it's bare ass. Yeah. <laughs> no, oh yeah, just yeah. all assless chaps. Mm-hmm. Liberated. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no, that, no. Yeah. Well, maybe we'll hear a little bit more about when you've been liberated before in our first segment. Once upon a Todd. All right. Once upon a Todd, this is a segment where we hear a little bit more about you. Um, so tell us kind of about your inspiration for your art. Well, um, I, I guess I'm best known as being a skateboard artist and that's what I've been doing my whole adult yeah. life. Uh, then I, you know, work with vans. I actually do a page in penthouse every issue. I get, I've got a lot of different sort of fun jobs, but they're generally that I do gallery stuff and all of it, some of it's political, but it's usually yeah. sort of jokey political, yeah. um, a lot of time in environmental stuff. And so Again, nice. this is starting to go. You guys are probably thinking to yourselves, like, wait, he just talked about how he doesn't like serious, earnest process. <laughs> and yet he's launching on earnest, serious process it, talk. It's complete 180 on us. I know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's bipolar. Um, so uh, I, I read the newspaper every morning. I wake up and read the newspaper every morning, and I do just try and sort of stay informed. I actually read the physical newspaper too, like, oh, yeah. Oh, nice. Four years old. Uh, yeah. And, uh, yeah. And so, uh, uh, that tends to get me good and angry every day. 
Oh, and that's really where most of my inspiration comes from is just oh, wow. staying abreast of what's going on in the world and then getting good and heated and then trying to figure out ways to uh, redirect that anger or sort of the, the, the reasons for that anger, I guess, um, without seeming like an a-hole, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I, I kind of like lines up when I was in like middle school, I'd like write all this music and it's an, like, I was never like a, emo kid or an angsty kid but like all my music i'd listen back to i was like oh man i was so angst so it was like i guess i just got all my feelings out that way and then i portrayed myself as a different uh kind of person but uh yeah it sounds like you yeah. kind of have that similar outlet there but with like illustrations and yeah. visual art yeah i'd say that's accurate and 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 the funny thing is you know if i meet people in some sort of mixed environment that's not or I'm just one of a bunch of people and nobody knows me or whatever. And they'll ask what I do. And I'm always like, oh, you know, yeah, I do. I'm like, it's like I talk, I'm talking about being a hitman, you know, or I'm yeah. like, yeah, I do art. No, what kind of stuff, you know, landscapes. Mm, no, it's, yeah, no. <laughs> well, you know, I'm really, you know, you seem nice. I'm really interested in seeing it. Well, it's, uh, it's not that nice. I look at it. Here's, I'll at the end of the night, I'll tell you my Instagram. You can look at it there, but uh, let's not let that ruin what's otherwise in a fine evening. Yeah, <laughs> there's, there's a lot of that, and uh, and then oh. later they look like, yeah, wow, it's really, it's really messed up. You seem normal, and like there's a disappointment that usually comes. With. You seem normal. Yeah, yeah, you seem like an ordinary guy. Oh. Yeah. So, what's I? I don't know what they're talking about. I'm, I'm right now. I'm looking at a picture of it's two penguins at doing a standing cartwheel sixty nine. What, what's not oh. to like what's yeah. not yeah that's that's normal stuff that's what everyone aspires for that's what i want in life people got a rubber chip on their art. shoulder yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah but no I, I i love the just it's 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 just extremely different I, you don't see a lot of it in your your theme is i mean if anyone out there hasn't noticed it's it's pigeons um what do you have with roaches and just all kinds of different animals. I mean, there's one with the flies doing the, um, doing the riding, riding the face. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah, that's, that's from, I did a, a series of, uh, board graphics for antihero and it's all, it was called for lovers only antihero's yeah. name is skateboard company that I've worked for, for my, yeah. since they started. It's, it's a, uh, great skateboard company. I'm really lucky to work for them. And, uh, uh, this thing, you know, early in the year called for lovers only. And it's basically like Kama Sutra positions yeah. that is animals, but it's all like animals. You don't really want to see in Kama Sutra positions, you know, <laughs> flies, potato bugs, uh, pigs, just, 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 yeah. you know, pigs. It's, it's unsightly. And, uh, and, and yeah. And so those are in shops now. And so people are tagging them on me and a bunch of times on Instagram, people have tagged me on stuff with like their eight year old son holding a deck and it's two <laughs> pigs going at it. Like not just going at it, but like in experimental positions, you know, and I'm right. like, oh, what have I done? Hey. Yeah. It's, it's uh, cause that's not the target audience. You know, these are right. Antihair is a little more of a, a mature skateboard company. Yeah. For, you know, uh, whatever, a 19 year old, not a, not an eight year old. So yeah. It's it a little rough. I mean, but that's, I mean, that's, Obviously not on you at all. That's not everyone's out there. They get the per parent discretion. If someone is fine with it, then I wouldn't, I wouldn't turn a ear or turn a cheek. What is it? Turn a cheek to it. Is that a, is that a phrase? I don't know. Uh, phrases turn no. the other cheek. Uh, uh, but that's not uh, even the right context uh, to use that one. 
Well, we're, since we were talking about butt cheeks earlier, I'm totally confused. Yeah, so I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm still on the, I got cheeks on the brain, so. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what to say yeah. to that. Hey, it's tip, just a day in the life. Um, yeah. I saw also here your uh, the December 2020 calendar thing. The uh, yes. Santa basically laying motionless atop of some power lines. That was uh, that was that was phenomenal. That, that gave me a good chuckle. I like that. Oh, good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I do uh, I do in the 2020 I did a calendar and uh, I do these pigeons. The pigeons are sort of the recurring theme in a lot of the art that I've done with anti-hero over the years. And, uh, uh, so the 2020 calendar was the year in pigeons. And so the December one that you saw was Santa, uh, fried in some power lines in a city and the pigeons are all hanging out like no big deal. A couple of them are like lighting cigarettes off of his back <laughs> holdering. and, uh, and so, yeah, so, so, uh, actually kicking off real soon here is the, my, my 2021 calendar is coming out. And it's more the same, but now with roaches and rats. Oh, and oh nice. So, uh, Some new characters. Deer and pigeons and roaches and rats. And so they're all it's a sort of a, a three-way war where they're all screwing with each other. So, <laughs> yeah. Wow. Where, where, does the, um, where does the calendar, where's the calendar at for purchase? Uh, you can go to uh, our website, which is just uh, thefoolsmart.com. The art show that we did with this stuff is called Fools. And so thefoolsmart.com and you can get to it from my instagram too it's pretty easy to find yeah it's in the it's in the bio of his instagram so if you're at um if yeah. you check out at todd francis art it's right there in the bio yeah yeah if you're running low on mayo they've uh, also got some mayonnaise oh. <laughs> <laughs> on the website as well um there's yeah. a lot of bad stuff on there yeah it's, no there's it's a lot of good stuff that's it's all great <laughs> <laughs> one of each please no, that's yeah. that's awesome. So, so you you kind of brought up earlier. You kind of have like six jobs. Um, what what all what all do you dabble in? I mean, you've got the you've got the art here. What else is your? Yeah. Own? Well, I mean, sort of my. I think what most people know me for is is my skateboard graphics, and that's yeah. working for Antihero for since they started, and that's kind of the the backbone to my career and my work yeah. is is doing board graphics for them, which is so much fun. And, uh, and then that has led to the work that I do with fans, uh, where I'm, you know, like I said, sort of an art ambassador for them. I yeah. do murals and do a lot of like workshops and things like that for them uh, under normal circumstances in a normal year. Like last year I was flying all over the place and doing murals and workshops, that sort of stuff. This year I'm doing more like videos from home, sort of inspirational videos to try and sort of, uh, uh, inspire people to be creative while they're uh, sitting at home depressed about COVID. Yeah. Um, Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Some we can all relate to. And yeah. <laughs> uh, then, I, you know, I mentioned I I, uh, I do a page for Penthouse uh, magazine yeah. for every oh. issue. So uh, I have the, the fun page. I have the fun page in, in every issue of, of Penthouse where I just get to kind of do whatever I want. And that's uh, that's, that's fun. fun, too. I, 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 you know, editorial illustration or cartooning or whatever you want to call it was a long, lifelong love of mine and so i get to do that in a magazine that doesn't really have taste barriers yeah. uh, or constraints and so yeah, that's a that's a very fun job as well yeah that's, and i do studio art i you know do illustrations and i do paintings and drawings and stuff for gallery art shows as well so it's 
Nice. That's the full list, more or less. So you've so you've always had kind of a creative hand at what you've been creative outlets, all kinds of off the wall thoughts, or was it? How did you get into it? I guess. Well, um, you know, in childhood when we're all doing sitting around doing artwork, like I'm sure you guys did too. And oh yes, uh, I just maybe put my nose down a little longer and. Uh, 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 cared about it a little bit more, and also I wasn't really good at anything else. It wasn't like I was some like standout athlete or or some uh, you know I didn't do particularly well in school. Um, I wasn't uh, earmarked for uh, uh, business success from an early age, nor was I raised in that kind of environment. So uh, I got really into art in high school. Wound up uh, being lucky enough to go to college uh, as an art major. And became really serious about it there and then yeah. got out of school with a head full of steam and wound up parlaying that steam into uh, working in the skateboard industry in San Francisco, which is what I, I had moved to after college. Nice. Man. Yeah. So I, I assume being uh, affiliated with Antihero, you, do, you, do you skateboard pretty often or yeah. are you just I, a decorator? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I skate, but uh, I, you know, I don't work in the skateboard industry because I'm an amazing skater. You know, I, <laughs> I, I have the job that I have because uh, of the art that I do. And these right. days my skating is pushing around my neighborhood, skating down a couple hills, trying not to get hurt. Yeah. You know, no. that, that level, uh, uh, my, my, my skateboarding is, uh, is bound to the earth these days. <laughs> nah, so. you use it more as a mode of travel than a, um, adrenaline rush. Well, and it's fun. It's super fun. I love Yeah. I live in this neighborhood that has a couple of nice little hills. And so I'll go cruise down there and, and there's still some adrenaline to those. Cause I, I am actually back in the neighborhood that I grew up in and uh, I sustained a couple of concussions growing up around here on those hills. Oh, and so I have these oh. flashbacks to that. And <laughs> so, uh, you know, I, I've, I've managed to overcome some of that fear, uh, yeah. but there's, there's still some excitement to be had. That's good. Do you have a preference between, uh, obviously you might have a bias here, skateboard versus longboards? Yes, I do. Uh, not that my opinion matters that much, but it, it, for people who skate, like really yeah. skating, um, uh, longboards are uh, kind of made fun of. You know, like yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a it's a, it's a sort of a different world, and mm -hmm. it's uh, you know I understand everybody wants to push around on something. Longboards are much easier to stand on and stay on and not fall Cruise. off of and that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. So but it's not really my uh, my world so much. Yeah, yeah, that was never mine. I mean, um, I went to a, I think it was seventh grade. I went to a little skate park with a buddy who actually, you know, rode skate like skateboarded and all that. And I remember yeah. I was like on top of that three foot half ramp or uh, I see I don't even know half what the pipe. words are half pipe. Yeah, the half, pipe. <laughs> the half, the half ramp. <laughs> And uh, yeah, I was just standing up there for like two hours, like shaking, terrified. And I think I would try to go now once, like ate it. And I was like, all yeah. right, that's enough. <laughs> the, the, the one memory I have of me trying to skateboard is me sitting in my, I was on my paved cement driveway. I was out there for hours just trying to, I just wanted to get one Ollie, one <laughs> Ollie down. And the last time I tried, I, I, Pop the board up too high. I I was up and I just got credit carded right in the gooch, and, <laughs> oh, and like it oh, just to, yeah yeah. I, I felt like I was gonna throw up. I was like, nope. 
And then I, I the skateboard went in the room and hung. I put it back on the the little rack I had for it, and I just went and played Tony Hawk. So and there it lived. Yeah, uh, it, it's an unforgiving uh, activity, and you know, unlike like uh, whatever learning how to play basketball or something, you don't. Yeah. You know, uh, the, the the ground comes a lot faster and sort of more surprisingly. So yeah, it's it's, it's not for everybody. Yeah, it's it was a um, it was a rough time for the old um, the old area down there. The taint, yeah, <laughs> yeah, the, the old taint, yeah. right in the old the old gooch taint region. Yeah. <laughs> uh. What if Todd was one of us? Well, yes. that was a horrible transition, but here we oh, are. Oh no, I thought that was that was smooth, <laughs> smooth as Todd's cheeks. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so this segment here, this is a uh, what if Todd was one of us? This is pretty much a member of the Todd squad will send in a situation they've been in, kind of look look for advice from you. Um, if if you were in that situation, what would you have done? How could they have done what they did differently? So this one comes in from a listener, and it's um, I went to Chipotle the other day. When I slipped my card, the reader prompted me for a tip. I I didn't tip. And I, because I didn't think it was necessary. And quite frankly, it made me uncomfortable. Before I could see the cashier's response, I grabbed the food and left. What would you, what would you have done? Would you have tipped in this situ- situation? Or is this person just a, just a major jerk face for not tipping at like well, a Chipotle? Right. Um, I'm not going to say they are a jerk face, but what I'm going to say is, is, you know, in 2020, people who are working a register deserve hazard pay. You know, they are exposed right. to droplets. And, yeah. uh, and so they deserve, uh, uh, I, while, you know, two years ago, when you go get an ice cream uh, and you're using one of those spin around those card scanners, those, you know, those, those really nice ones, those readers, yeah. uh, uh, they try and get you for a tip. Yeah. And, uh, and I'm always a little like, really? yes, yeah, the, the iPad, they, they spin the iPad yeah. around and it's exactly, just like, exactly. Yeah. And you're like, really? Really? Okay. what did you do exactly? But the, <laughs> I think that the, the, those questions are out the window now because those people are doing a service, uh, that bucks safety concerns, you know, yeah. and for minimum wage. And yeah. so I think it's a small price to pay, you know, 15% of, uh, of a $9 burrito is uh, what you know a, a, a buck thirty or something, buck forty. Yeah. So I think it's not much. Um, that, yeah, I think they deserve. If there's ever a time to be sympathetic to people who have to work in the service industry, uh, of which I was one uh, for a long time growing up, uh, now is the time for that. So yeah, uh, huh. that's what I would say. Good perspective. So, w- with that kind of situation, do you do you know who gets the tip actually? Like if Ooh. you tip the dollar 30 is it the cashier is it the cooks do they all have to split it like who gets that well i think i actually know the answer because my daughter uh was a host uh, and is a host at a restaurant and so she um the way it works is that tip that buck 50 uh goes to everybody that's in on tip sharing so i believe that Mm. the cooking crew isn't in on tip sharing oh, okay. but everybody that's involved in customer service as well as like, if it's a restaurant that does that, then obviously the wait staff is in on that as well as the hosts. Uh, but like the manager doesn't get it. Uh, and nor do the, uh, like the cooks, but, yeah. um, uh, at a Chipotle where it seems like 
those lines are blurred because you see the person who like just write you up, go back and flip a couple chicken thighs. Yeah, you know? it's it, it's like they're all doing everything. So it's very it's, it's it, yeah, there's a level playing field there. And so I imagine and it seems like there's about five people who are pitchy bullying in yeah. every time. So so I think that each of them probably does get a, a cut of that. Hmm. And see, like if that's the situation, like it makes tipping fifteen percent seem like a like a dick move, actually, because like they're splitting that like six people are splitting a dollar thirty. <laughs> right. It's like, right. oh, here's, but, here's cumulative person. Yeah. Yes, but yeah. if there's a line behind you, or there's there's people, if it's a, a chipotle where there's people kind of funneling in and out, then like you know, and and these are people who agreed to that job before tips were a thing. Like I, yeah. I you know, like I I think uh uh they didn't go in expect like a, you know like say like a person who waits tables yeah. they get minimum wage everything's about tips and that's just yeah. inherent to the job you just, know and so just a tip yeah yeah <laughs> so uh uh and then you know right at chipotle it's it's somewhere in between yeah yeah, yeah I, in most of those situations like i usually i i i don't like the interaction because like if i fill out the receipt and i give it back to them and they can physically see that, like I, I yes. did not give them anything. I feel I like have to just, type it in before. Yeah, I feel like the worst person. So, like, if I if I have the receipt and I have to fill it out and give it back to them, I'm putting I'm putting like three bucks on every all, all the time usually. But the just like to avoid judgment. Yeah, I, basically yeah. just to avoid judgment, and it. Yeah. I mean, it's a good thing that I am trying to avoid judgment, I guess, because I'm giving them a little extra money, but in the situations that you brought up earlier with like the iPad, I'm, I hit no tip because like once it flips around, they don't see it anymore. And they just like, it just goes on. I mean, or do they get instant feedback? It feels less personable because I'm not writing it though. Yeah. (laughs) Oops. I hit the wrong button. I'm taking Uh, the effort (laughs) to write zero on here rather than just. Yeah. I, I, I hear, I understand your, your issue of empowerment versus uh, judging. (laughs) Um, uh, to me, it's more about feeling, uh, uh, whether or not I did the right thing. Right. The difference is if you go to say like a Starbucks and they have a tip jar, so star, you know, Starbucks or something like that, you know, it's just a slider. There's no tip action, but there's a tip jar. And, you know, I, I, before I make my elevate myself to sound like a, a, a classy guy, what I do at Starbucks is, uh, is I will tip them. I want to make sure they see me putting that dollar. Ah, yeah. Oh, yeah. You, you got to be like, <laughs> you got to see it going in. If it di- if they didn't see it going in, then it didn't happen. Right. And uh, <laughs> I, I want them to be more generous than the person who was in front that of me. Rem- that reminds me of, I don't know if you've ever watched Seinfeld fan where George George puts the money in the tip jar. The person doesn't see it. He goes to take it back out. It's so- <laughs> and they stop they- taking it out. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's. And I feel like, I mean, obviously the things you do when people aren't watching is your character, blah, blah, blah. But it is nice to feel that, feel that like I did this for you kind of thing. Um, I got your back. Right. It's yes. like, I'm, yes. I'm here for I you. I see you working. Yeah. yeah. Now see this Because then, then if they don't see you put it in there, they may give you like a dirty look and be like, screw you, man. Yeah, he's just yeah. another, just another jabroni, just another yeah, just a, uh, zombie that's shuffling in here. Maybe I'll yeah. spit in their drink, and yeah, if he's got po- like a, a stupid face. You oh. know, maybe I'll forget his order or something. You know, I need to, I need to, I need to ensure that there's no barriers between me and and whatever it is that I'm right. waiting for. It comes out on time that no one, because uh, I, I worked 
you know, my first jobs were all restaurants yeah, and things like that. Same. It, it was a dark time and, and we messed with people's food. <laughs> oh gosh. Just, oh, we did all kinds of stuff. It was oh, horrible. Yeah. It yeah. was, it was not and, good. No, not good. It was angry. And so, uh, and so I want to give those people zero reason to feel that way about me. Yeah. And see, like no that's, I worked at, I worked at a undisclosed, we won't name it, um, restaurant and, I worked in the in the food food area, so we were prepping Wait, everything. Let me guess: Did they serve blooming onions? <laughs> <laughs> oh, this guy! <laughs> yeah, I knew it. <laughs> he seemed like that kind of guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and we. I mean, there was times we would there would be no reasoning, and they would just screw the food, mess with the food, and send it out. Like it wouldn't be the people that because everyone's like, "Oh, if I send this back, they're going to screw with it." There was just people screwing with food that was just going out for no reason. Oh. Like you would drop a steak on the floor. Pick it up, yeah. toss it on the plate, send it out there. Like, oh. yeah, that's... I worked in a restaurant, and we we would took, it, but it was we never we didn't do it indiscriminately. Uh, we would do it to people who were dicks, and so oh, that's take good. Hamburger yeah. bun and rub it around. It was the justified. And, oh, totally justified. Yeah, yeah that's justified. Degree, the level that we took it to, unjustified and illegal and and <laughs> dangerous, and probably bacterial, but. Uh, uh, but they had something coming. They just didn't have E. coli. They're missing out. Yeah. But everyone out there, like if, if you hear, if you hear these stories, be, be kind to these, these food service workers, they control a lot of the um, stuff that goes into your mouth. So (laughs) the food items that go into your mouth. They deserve respect. You know, they're they're working hard. Let's let's take care of our uh, food service workers and give them, give them the tip. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know what? When I like to give the tip, Brad, it's time to prod Todd. There it is. <laughs> when? How's the key operative word? When? <laughs> you did a you did a great job there, yeah. sir. And, mm-hmm. and not just Heat the up. tip. But um, <laughs> all I have is the tip. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just oh, one tip. Gosh. Thanks for that visual. Anyways, so Todd, this is a series of just completely random questions here. Uh, (laughs) Sorry, I just read it. The first one we have for you is, have you ever been aroused by a food item? Uh, uh, Actually sexually aroused? Yeah, like (laughs) either either by by the way it looks or how it made you feel afterwards or either Uh, way. Oysters, maybe? You know, it's it's a boring answer, but but no, I I love to cook and I'm a prodigious eater, but I've never uh, confused uh, the two, nor have I been like, oh, that is it. That that cantaloupe is making me horny as I don't know, Um, man. It's 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 never it's it's not really like that, but I am a a passionate eater. And so uh, uh, there is a certain lust for food and for eating. Yeah. that I possess that a lot of people that I know around me, especially in LA where everybody cares about how they look and stuff uh, where I'm, I'm just uh, uh, aghast at how dispassionate people are about, oh, I'll eat whatever. I don't care. I don't like to cook. I don't really like to eat. I'm like, what the hell? What else, yeah. what else is there? So is there, you make love to your, your meals. Every meal, there's a little <laughs> bit of love making. Yeah. yeah. So I'm not a total monster. Right. right. When you got, yeah. you got Michael over there, just taking two hot dogs at once and just, <laughs> Just the buns. Yeah, just buns. The, right in right in the yeah. buns. Two hot dogs yeah. right in his buns. Oh, two, he takes two hot dogs and throws the the wieners out the window and focuses on his buns. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, no. I kind of side with Todd. I don't know. I've never, I've never really personally been aroused by a food I item, but I, I did see like a one pot chicken Alfredo recipe on Facebook earlier. That was kind of uh, got, got a little heated. I don't know. Okay. Maybe. Got a little chubbed. <laughs> I, I, I've had meals that were like uh, 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 ch- chubbed chicken chubbed Alfredo. Um, <laughs> I, I've had meals that were like you know experiences. You know, like yeah. having sushi in Japan, we were like, "What the hell have I been eating my whole life?" This yeah. is this is just much better, you know. Yeah. But uh, uh, I, I don't, I don't. The, the boundaries aren't blurred. Yeah. Yeah, food is food has never brought me to completion as either. So I think we I'm all are. There, there's I'm there's close. been somewhere I've been. I don't know. I've been kind of even close. the clear stuff. Yeah. <laughs> the, <laughs> pre pre Jack. Um, yeah. So yeah, I got you on that one. <laughs> Hands in the face. So yeah. So I guess to bring it back to you to butt cheeks again. Oh yeah. Here's a uh, would you rather question. Would you rather replace your butt cheeks with regenerating whoopee cushions? Or regenerating water balloons. So every time you sit down, no, I get it. Yeah, I I get it. Yeah, Uh, either either you wet your pants every time you sit down, or you fake fart every time you sit down. To me, that seems like a very easy question to answer uh, Hmm. because who wants to have to change their pants every time they sit down? Keep in mind, I sit down for a living. I I sit and draw for a living, so I'd be sitting in a puddle of wetness. And every time I adjust, it would uh, like, oh, there's more, you know, there's uh, more more water. Uh, so no, that's an easy question to answer. I would be, I, I, for a while, I would probably delight in that fart sound before it would, it would, yeah. grow, it would wear thin, but imagine you're going to a restaurant like we will all someday again. And, uh, and every time you sit down, water seeps out of your ass Ugh. into the, that, that's yeah. Yeah. No. And see, that's, and that's more, it's, it's all about how you are as a person. Are you, do you want to distract others or. Like if, if I go in a restaurant and I sit down next to, if say I'm in a nice restaurant, I sit down, make this massive fart sound. Everyone in that vicinity is, is bothered by it. But if I sit down and I just sit on these water balloons that bust and I am wet, then no one else knows. And I'm the person, I just deal with it on my own. So I'm not, I'm not bothering anybody else. So I, really, I understand that. I think to yeah. me, the other thing about the whoopee cushion that I've never understood, I understand that oh, it's the, the part that's never made sense to me is who the hell sits down and farts at the same time. It doesn't yeah, you, it doesn't, you get comfortable, you like shift to one side, try and sneak one out, or you yeah. just, or you aggressively <laughs> blast one out. But it's never like, oh, I'm just going to take a seat and. Right. It's, it's never laugh. that. Yeah. No. I, and it, so I this is understand and see it and know that it's not real yeah that's that's fart 101 right there like uh, look I, I you know you're very I, observant I a lot of thinking on my own yeah yeah most people wouldn't even think about that but i mean that is probably the i farted in many different positions many different places but i don't think i've ever accomplished the as soon as my butt cheeks hit the chair fart <laughs> that takes skill it does you have, to, a, you I mean, have to plan it yeah right you do Here's the thing. Have you ever actually had a fart that is, I'm assuming this is each cheek is its own whoopee cushion. Have you ever had a fart that's as loud as two whoopee cushions going off? Oh, those things know. are loud. Like that's. I No, I've, I've definitely had some. That <laughs> I mean, have I've been, had them come close. I've, I've had a recent, I'm recently, I've 
have a recent um, lactose intolerance. I think it was a knock on wood just now. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm newly lactose intolerant, so my um. Oh, that pizza's gonna. I got some bad news for you. Oh my! I am ruining myself right now. It's. (laughs) I've had to mute my microphone like three or four times. (laughs) Oh come on! You're among friends here. Don't mute it. (laughs) (laughs) Share the love. Come on. Yeah, my chair is hating this, but yeah, I've I've definitely had some that would have some decibels on them. So, uh. I, yeah, that's the thing about the whoopee cushion is it's such this, this, it's like a, a you know, a, an air horn. It's such yeah, a, yeah. A, a loud, long burst that I don't think you're fooling anybody. Nobody thinks that that's a real part. And no. so yeah. I think there's a culpability that you're able to escape with that. And also like if, if that becomes your norm, like you could just let real farts out all the time. And oh, if that was your norm and people accepted it, yeah, uh, y- 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 just think of the other things you can get away with. I mean, that's, <laughs> yeah, you can. <laughs> the world is your oyster. You can do whatever you want. Yeah, it's just, just yeah, you're going to tear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh well, so you would rather have whoopee cushions? Yes. I mean, it's, it's a, pl- a plausible answer. Yeah, I, I think I have to agree. Um, no so, the next question we got here <laughs> uh, is Bobcat short for Robert Cat. Robert's cat's gold weight. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think it is. Um, I think that the animal, the bobcat, was actually yeah. named because it has that stylish short haircut that oh, yeah. dips under its ears and curves forward, like the bob. Yeah. Ah. The bob. Yeah, think, yeah, just like oh. the bob. So that makes. That's where sense. I think that comes from. Yeah, so, they yeah. all have. It, just take a closer look at them. You'll see they have a carefully trimmed. They, they are well well groomed in the the hair region. There's no denying that. Yeah, it's, just, it's, it's inarguable. Yeah, any any bobcat I've met has always been very very elegantly haired, prim, prim. Yeah, yeah. so prim. Yeah, always wants to speak not to the manager. Proper. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not, but not proper. But yeah, but prim. Yeah, sure. yeah. I, I don't know the yeah. It would be nice if it was called Robert Cat. I don't know though. In certain it. settings, I think you could you could Sir Robert Cat introduction. Yeah, it, Ooh, yeah. Sir Robert Cat. Oh, Excuse call me Bobcat. Like, call, call me Bobcat. <laughs> <laughs> you know. But I think yeah, in informal situations, you know. Yeah. Excuse um, me, Robert Cat. Debutante balls, those sorts of things. Yeah. But But I think uh, on the street in the woods, it's Bobcat. That's a street name. Street. Yeah. Yeah. So Bobcat, yeah. I think that that's that's a good answer. I haven't. Have you ever seen a Bobcat in real life? Yes, I have. Oh, nice. Uh, I've seen four, hmm. and uh, they're they're awesome. All at once? I saw two at once, and then one, and then another. Hmm. Uh, so three incidents. One time, you- I saw two Bobcat. Uh, uh, chasing each other around an oak tree and they were, you know when you see squirrels chasing each other around like a telephone pole or something where they're, yeah. you know, 12 feet off the ground, they're just, you know, running circles. I saw two bobcat doing that and what? their claws, you could hear, yeah, and they were like uh, easily 200 yards away and you could hear their claws on the tree. It made such a noise. They were, and, and you know, that's a, it's like a big husky cat and they yeah, able yeah. to do that. Ten feet up a tree and go around and around and around and around, chasing each other. It was impressive. 
Uh, and then I saw uh, a couple of different bobcat in the sequoias, which is like this famous uh, redwood forest here in like mm. central California. And then, yeah. and then, oh, and I saw one in Topanga, uh, close to here um, in, in LA. They, you know, they're like the size of a really big house cat, but they're kind of diesel. They're like they look like little bears. Like they're they're much more muscular. Hmm. Are you getting up to far right now? Oh, okay. <laughs> I was getting yeah. a I was getting attacked by the dog and I right. had to disguise I disguised I, a couple farts in there as well. So I kept hearing gotcha. the dog squeal and I was like, Ooh, Yeah, he's he's Brad, pissed at me. That, he's like, that, Hey man. Are those your cheeks yeah. flapping? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've 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 never seen a bobcat in real life, nor have I ever met one. I don't know if I will. I'll probably try to see if I could find one at some point in my life. I think you should. Uh, I think it's always important to see some of these animals that we've heard about our whole lives, just to see how the uh, reality matches the the cartoon version. Yeah, and they're they're beautiful. I'm an animal nun. I love cats, so I'm a little you know. Oh, nice. Little, uh, yeah, a little, a little partial to the, to the bob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, why why is a picture worth a thousand words? You seem like a pretty a pretty good guy to ask this question to. Uh, you know, for the same reason that why uh, why do you think that every Todd has a story? Oh, I don't know if I agree with that. I, you uh, know, I don't know if every Todd has a story. I mean, um, they, they definitely have stories. Words. Are they, oh, yeah, there are they stories. have to be good. Yeah. They, they, they good we, we didn't specify if they were good <laughs> or bad. They just have a story. Yeah. There is <laughs> and, and we want to hear it. There's nothing worse than a bad storyteller, and, and we've all been around them, and they think they're good at it, and the story's going nowhere, and it's not funny. And so I, I you know, I, I anoint them carefully. Um, <laughs> why does every picture have a thousand? Well, you know, I mean, uh, look, a, a picture of, of a beach, you could just ramble for a thousand words about describing the color of the water and the color of the sky and the angle it's taken from and the type of day it is and where you think it might be. Hmm doesn't make it interesting. It's just a yeah, thousand it's, words. It's not a thousand interesting words. Huh. That's, I mean, that's true. I mean, do you think there's any picture that's worth a thousand interest, interesting words? Oh yeah. I mean, I, I'm sure you guys have favorite artists and you could sit there and talk about why their work or why this one piece of their work uh, uh, hits you in such a way and uh, ramble for about four lungfuls of air, you could probably bang out a thousand words. Yeah. So we bang it in. Four lungfuls. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's how I, that's gonna start how I'm gonna start measuring stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> how many lungfuls it took to get through it. Yeah. <laughs> I really shallow breath, so yeah. <laughs> it, it, yeah, it's gonna be one of those things like when you're uh well when you're high. And if you go, if you go in too deep and you're like, am I breathing? Am I breathing too much? Am I breathing too little? You know, you get paranoid. Uh, uh, so paranoid about it. Edible and you found out you're only supposed to eat the corner of it. And you're like, oh, great. Yeah. I'm going to be monitoring my own breathing and scaring myself (laughs) for the next seven hours. You're just sitting there just like, okay. All right. That's, that's, I'm doing good. You got to coach yourself. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Not good. Yeah. Do you, do you have any pictures in your mind, Michael, that would be worth a thousand words, a thousand inspirational or good words? Man, I don't have, see, we just got this house earlier. This you year, haven't, you have an easy answer. What are you talking about the periodic table above my eyes <laughs> right now? <laughs> no, it's beautiful you're, you're, photography. You're just, 
You just oh. recently got you recently got married. Oh, psh, excuse me. Yeah, I'm sure. Beautiful photo of my <laughs> wife from our wedding. And there you go. Boy, yeah. I could just. But, but you went with fools. the but you went with the uh, periodic table of the elements. <laughs> that was your gut. Yeah, that was your. That I was your to, go-to. I need to tell her to stop listening. Moron. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're just <laughs> you idiot. I'm gonna go back and watch this video. I'm like, there's a weird cut out there. Like, what happened to that part of the video? <laughs> just yeah. awkwardly transitions to my beautiful wife. Yeah, Sarah's gonna Sarah's gonna love this. Oh no. Huh? She oh, she takes the second second place to the uh, periodic table. She always hey, loves when I bring her guess. up. All right, I yeah, blame, you can't blame, I blame the Todd either. No, yeah, you, no, well, you can't Todd? blame Todd. <laughs> yeah, we'll blame one of the past Todds. Please, uh, yeah, <laughs> not be held responsible for that. I didn't. I wasn't aware that that was there. I didn't bring it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what about mm. you, Brad? Huh? What about oh, you? You tell a, me a picture. A picture of you and your lovely new bride. Oh, excuse. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, that's your first answer. You're welcome. Now the edit, the edit on that should be <laughs> talking about the, the periodic tables and not ever talking about his wife. And then when it's his turn to answer it, it goes straight to him bringing it <laughs> for what seems like the first time. I, I carry Ooh. one around in my wallet, actually. If you're you in the car. Yeah. <laughs> it's on the dash of my yeah, on the dash of my car. And <laughs> You've got an inspirational quote next to it for no reason. Just, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh mm-hmm. well. Huh. Thank you. Thanks for uh, ruining my life. And uh, one of these people might ruin your life. Maybe, maybe not. But if you were to choose a roommate, which one of these two would it be? Would it be Seth Rogen or Guy Fieri? Uh, it would be Seth Rogen. Ooh. And that's an easy answer as well. Uh, I, I find Guy, is it Guy Fieri or Guy Fieri? Is there Fie- an R after the F? No, nah, it's, it's just fee fee air fee air fee airy. Yeah, fee airy. Oh, him a, yeah. yeah. You thought it was what, free airy, free airy. Free airy. <laughs> uh, <yeah>. Screw that <laughs> guy. Yeah, so, I don't. I'm not a big fan of of his uh, persona, and I feel like yeah. there'd be a lot of um, visors and uh, <laughs> and wraparound shades left everywhere. Yeah, and then there'd be a lot of like. Uh, a, a, a lot of grease splattered yeah. over the kitchen. Every, everything's I, just I, covered in grease and barbecue sauce. Yeah, just a lot of splattering. And then I, 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 I my guess is because I love to cook. I do a ton of cooking, yeah. so I'm not, I'm not disliking him for his passion for cooking. Obviously, yeah. But my guess is he doesn't do a lot of cleaning anymore. You know, oh. he's used to not having to do a lot of cleanup after himself. Yeah. So spoiled. So, yes, uh, and so uh, that'd be a problem. <laughs> Seth Rogen, um, I've listened to a lot of interviews with him and uh, 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 watched a thing recently where he is, he's from Vancouver. He's in Vancouver yeah. with a famous chef and they're cruising around and uh, he, he, he was extremely likable and sensitive and, <laughs> and aware. There you go. Uh, so that was a, it was unexpected actually. That's fine. I like it. Uh, that that's sort of the indicator that I may be going on too long with an answer. By the way, too. <laughs> let's any any time. Like instead of having to do the okay, wrap it up. They just lean over. A little, they just throw a just, throw just, an old just, ski out there. Burst of gas, and I'll know. That. <laughs> oh god, yeah. not um. So yeah, does that make sense? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. it does. Is there yeah, any? Specific- obviously hilarious and creative. Oh yeah, he's great. He's one of my one of my favorite um, dudes. Um, I feel like he'd be a fun, fun guy to live with. Yeah. 
yeah. have more Guy's, more conversations with him. Yeah, I think but, Guy would just he would just sit there and just eat. Every, he'd just be eating like couch cushions and just everything would just be. He, I mean, he's he's the mayor of Flavortown. Like he he's he needs the flavor. I mean, I've always yeah. wanted someone to refer to my food as Flavortown. So yeah, I, I would enjoy that personally. But he's he's somebody that gets aroused at food items. He does. I don't think yeah. he actually does. I, I don't know. He's he's, he's he like, this is a borderline sexual experience, but I don't think he's chubbing up. I think he's I just saying that. Prove it, guy. <laughs> he's went to he's gonna say, he's went to there should be a, a crotch a couple cam. Times. There should be a crotch cam. And you see a shifting in there, then you're like, okay, okay, maybe right. okay. This it works. This, this lamb lamb chiner is really, pretty good. That pierogi was as good as advertised. Right, it, it moved the needle for him. He went from six to midnight real quick. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. that's all depending on the um the how big the the guy is down there as well. You're not gonna be able to notice much if guys guy. Check out guys guy. Yeah. Woo! Excuse me. What was that? Your your answer is going on too long, Brad. So I just <laughs> so, so you're <laughs> all these bodily cues. Yeah. Um, yeah. We'll just take it to a Nicholas Cage like question here. Are you a big Nick Cage fan? Not really. Oh, I good. mean, who should I, be? no? Not really. No, not really. No. <laughs> Screw you, Nick Cage. Um, so, uh, would you rather, based off two of his movies, would you rather steal the Declaration of Independence? Or be able to steal any car in sixty seconds. Uh, I I guess because I I seem to recall that that National Treasure is that the name of the movie where he yeah. steals. The, so I feel like in that movie he was finding that it was hidden somewhere. So he wasn't stealing it like from the uh, you know the, the uh, museum. Right. He was discovering it hidden somewhere else based on uh, all these goofy clues, and so. I think uh, uh, I would rather do that, unearth a, a lost treasure, uh, and hopefully for the betterment of, of mankind in some way, as opposed to hot wiring a, a Camaro uh, yeah. to satisfy some debt. I, I don't really like cars very much, so oh, that's good. Um, yeah, yeah, stealing, I, I I just steal a car to drive it off a pier or something. Like I I, I wouldn't, I don't, I don't, I don't want a car. <laughs> would 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 you do anything with the Declaration of Independence? Would you like frame it or would you? I would frame it in my. I would no. I would. I would. Uh, you know, like so. Say it's high. It's some somewhere it's not supposed to be. Yeah. I would return it to a place where kids can walk up to it and look at it. Not in my living room. You know, that's, you know? Yeah, <laughs> kids are just like, hey, we're here to see the. Uh, yeah, the, yeah, uh, yeah. Declaration. Like, no, the get out of here. Tour. Yeah, yeah. Get gone, dude. Yeah. This. Yeah. Nerd, get uh, out of here, nerd. <laughs> start bullying them. <laughs> yeah, just, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Go check out the Bill of Rights. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come back no, here when I, you're older i think i'd want uh i'd want it to be someplace free that as many kids could stand next to it as possible and check it out now n- would you would you ever would you sneak your signature on there <laughs> uh my own john hancock you know what yeah. this is what i would do it would not be todd francis or any other todd it would be like um uh Lou Skunt, or, uh, <laughs> or, or or like or Neil Hamburger, some name that's a yeah. joke name that people would be like, "What the?" And if and when they say it out loud, they're like, "Oh, oh, I said that." that? Say yeah. huge U G Rection. Who is, Hugh, yeah, who is Hugh, that? Hugh, what was he? Yeah, 
That's a great one. He, the one I often <laughs> use, Hugh Jessel. Oh yeah, there we go. Jessel. Jessel. That's that's my French. name at hotels. Yeah. All you have is John, all you see is giant Hancock, and then it's just like forty-two like novelty names around it. It's just completely yeah. lost all like all mm-hmm. credibility. Yep. Yep. It'd be great. It's a yeah. good idea. I think it would be pretty cool to have the Declaration of Independence. Um, stealing a car, like you still people steal cars all the time. But how many other how many people have stole stolen the Declaration of Independence? You're the, you're the only person. Or, or recovered it. More important. Right. It's not even stealing. You're, right. You're you're doing a deed. It's for the better you're good on, of mankind. You're, right, doing, you're on a you're, quest. You're, you're writing a wrong. And yes. uh, stealing a car is, uh, is 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 probably making someone's life worse. Now, yeah, unless yeah, unless I guess if you're stealing it from a dealership, it's not. <laughs> what? Unless, well, I, I mean, it's not technically horribly like if you're stealing it from a person. If I was to steal a car. Allegedly, I would I would steal it from a dealership versus a person. I would rather take That's the money ethical, from yeah. Take that, stick it to the man. Yes, take <laughs> stick that. It to the man. Henry <laughs> yeah. T. Ford. Yeah. Not you, Betty Susan over White. there with your yeah, yeah. Betty White. Betty White. Never, Why are you still? I would. Uh, I would never steal nice Betty cars. White's car. Steal yeah, Walker. She, yeah. Oh God. <laughs> She's driving like a Chrysler Town and Country. Give me that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is Grand Theft Auto that. I almost said that bitch. Oh <laughs> my God. But I would I would never say that about Betty White. She's so sweet. Yeah, she is. Uh, you know what else is sweet? Eggs. And Todd, what are the top three ways to eat eggs? Uh, none of them are sweet. I'll tell you that. Oh, uh, you don't sugar your eggs up? Do I sweeten them? Uh, actually, egg custard. Egg custard Ooh, is sweet. So eggs, there we go. Yes. See, there you go. Um, my favorite two ways to eat eggs would be... Uh, this morning's were uh, uh, a two-egg uh, uh, scramble with uh, guacamole and salsa on top, Ooh. Uh, sitting on top of a, of a tortilla that was made yesterday. And that was pretty good. Um, and that was, that was good. Uh, if there's a second way, I would say like a, like a kitchen sink sort of scram- uh, omelet scramble kind of thing with like uh, yeah. turkey and mushrooms and, uh, you know, everything, a bunch of other stuff thrown in there. Yeah. Third way, I, I, I just want to depart. It's not going to be hard boiled. That's for damn sure. Oh, really? be, I oh. hate. You know what it is? I hate runny yolks. Runny yolks make oh. me sick. Oh, I'm a. I, I I wish I could just have the yolk by itself, just running all over me. Just, just oh, bust man. up, bust up. Oh man, you just, just smear it on your chest. Yeah, just <laughs> <laughs> on your hairy chest. I, I just uh-huh. I cut into yolk it. Up and that just, chest. Yeah, yeah, just all. No, sir. Um, (laughs) There is okay. How about this? The third way, there is a there's a bar slash restaurant that is close to me that's uh, uh, run by Roy Choi, who's a beloved Los Angeles chef. It's called the Alibi. Great bar in Venice, and their food is amazing. And they had this dish called the Sour Cream Hen House, and it's a fried egg that's placed on top of chopped Chinese broccoli on top of rice with like a Korean sort of sauce over it and caramelized onions and uh, and pickled ginger that's sprinkled on top of it. And Ooh. it is so damn good. Oh that man. Sounds so good. good. That's See? a that's an off the off the off the wall kind of way to eat eggs. I've never yeah. it's a it's so good. Shout and out to so, uh, shout out to Vans. That'll be <laughs> so that'll be my third of the three, even though that uh, actually is the 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 uh uh you know 
the most flavor town of the three. It's <laughs> very uh, Guy Fieri of you. Yeah, I started with reality and, and went to like, if I have to, you know, ride my bike uh, 10 minutes to, now, to, to. Can we can we go to the crotch cam of you whenever you were describing that? Because I'm pretty sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, God. I should like, I, I, I should be like, like just talking about stuff and then like, you know. <laughs> It's like the, <laughs> this is where we get flagged on YouTube. <laughs> you guys, yeah, you guys told me that I need to keep it clean, and you're both dragging into the gutter in ways that I, I was was predisposed against. Based on <laughs> I, I thought you wanted this to go, so we will, maybe I'm uh, liberating will, you, or maybe I'm you're going to regret this tomorrow when you sober up. We were we were just trying to see how easy it was to um to mislead you. Uh, <laughs> so what a rube! You went for that. <laughs> oh. No. I, See, and like I like we were talking about, I'm a big, big runny yolk fan. So like a a fried, like a lightly fried egg, like over easy. Just give me that all day. Um, a boiled egg, I'll just eat it like an apple. Oof, that's hard. And then, eat. and then the eggs of the devil, the devil's eggs, the devil. Oh, yes. I I have a hard time saying deviled eggs because I don't like <laughs> the devil. And I, <laughs> I, I, I'm the devil. I hate Satan. Uh, uh, yeah, he's my favorite thing of, about deviled eggs is the devil. Um, I, I dislike mayonnaise. I really hate mayonnaise. Uh, and uh, the idea of egg yolk mixed with mayonnaise with paprika slapped across it, stuffed back into an egg white. For me, I'm going to just shake out all that goop and just eat the egg white and just swallow it as quickly as possible. The rest of the stuff is out of here. Oh, so you, man, we, will, we, would, never, we would never be egg buddies. I would never steal your meal. That's that's for that's for damn sure. Anytime if we ever if we ever go out for a meal, we're going to the egg bar. Actually, it's not we'll just for go breakfast. To, yeah. <laughs> what are you, Michael? You see, you seem like a uh, just raw egg guy. <sighs> oh, Sh- shelling all. Yeah, just go ahead, throw it in there, make it up with a smoothie. No, I would yeah. never. I, I've never done that. Uh, and I've never, never had a raw egg. Well. I have. I've done it once. It's not yeah. good. I did it, it tastes once. like yeah. Is it good? Yeah. Actually, I have gotten like raw egg whites and like made my own foam for like a cocktail. Yeah, there's a lot of work though. No, um, you you yes. got to crack it just right in the right in the mouth hole. <sighs> just go straight there. Smear the yolk in the chest, and no, I prefer. I, I'm a poached egg guy. I like a good um, eggs Benedict, so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I get down with that. Uh, my my normal order for eggs, if I get them like just kind of. Cooked, I say just, over a medium, which is like probably the most pretentious way to order an egg. Yeah, um, it's not. <laughs> I got that from my parents, and I was like, <laughs> I've never heard anyone else order over medium eggs. Was ever ordered rare? Order. <laughs> rare, medium <laughs> rare egg, please. I'd like mine rare. I'd like them in the <laughs> shell, please. Knock its horns off and slap it in the face and throw it on a plate. <laughs> um, and my last way for eggs. Oh, I would do I would do French toast because you have to make you have to use eggs to get the French toast. Yeah, you so have I'm, to. You have yeah. to. There's no so, substitutes. All right. So with French toast being brought up, rank rank these pancakes, waffles, French toast. Who's going first? It's Man, all are. it's all on oh. you, Todd. All over uh, you. I, I let's see uh, waffles, pancakes, French toast. I would start with French toast because yeah. to me the I started French toast because there's eggs and yeah. there's 
toast. The um uh the <laughs> that's the, it. It was yeah, French fries, yeah. right? Need I say more? The, um, <laughs> and then uh yeah, I'd say I'd say French toast. Second, I would say pancakes because like you can really do them up with like uh with blueberries, cinnamon. You know, mm. you can sort of uh, uh, occupy them in an exciting way. And then third would be waffles because I find waffles to be kind of boring. I'm, I'm honestly, I'm not a huge fan of any of the three. They're not really a, a go-to for breakfast for me. I oh, made really? a lot of pancakes for my kids when they were growing up and stuff, but uh, uh, I don't, I don't go out of my way for either any of those. Yeah, I feel yeah. like fris- our pancakes are stupid. Like they're just they're edible junk frisbees. Like I hate them. <laughs> they, I don't know. They just they piss me off. Uh, French toast seems like the most like you were saying is the most authentic. It seems like the most authentic of them. Yeah, I feel mm-hmm. like you. You can't, I, I mean, obviously you can just whip, Ego makes French toast and pancakes and waffles. Yeah. They, they screwed up everything. But I feel like a good French toast is better than a good waffle or a good pancake. I, the ceiling's higher. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The ceiling is much higher. Yeah. The floor, it doesn't have a bad floor either. So, yeah. To me, the, the fluffy white pancake is awful. Just yeah. a big fluffy pancake that just yeah, sucks like, up every drop of moisture in your mouth is the worst. Like, what is this? What is this doing here? What about you, Michael? You seem like yeah. you seem French toast as I'm well. Little, French toast. I think yeah, I, I think so. But I'm also like wondering if I want to make it number two on my end because I'm not like a huge sweet. Fan. Actually, you will. Like, there's a sweet factor. <laughs> That's a, <laughs> and uh, this is true. Yeah, I don't know. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Waffles goes number one. Like a Belgian waffle is pretty cool. You got like the little, the little valleys for your syrup and all that to chill. You know, I decided I don't like sweets, so I'm. A, yeah, I'm over here just being. You make no sense. Well, I get sugar-free syrup because I'm a loser. And then also, I think French toast is second. It's. I mean, that, that's basically a tie. I don't know. Yeah. And then pancakes. Like, I do like a good pancake, but I feel like people screw up pancakes more than they perfect them. Yeah. Yeah. Pancakes are, there's a very thin line of where they're just like real good. And then after that, it's just like, oh, this, screw this. I'd rather eat my plate. <laughs> I'd rather have, I think I'd rather have crepes than pancakes. Ooh. Yeah. Let's throw crepes in there Ooh. too. I haven't had mm-hmm. a good crepe in a while. Yeah. Crepes is going then, to one. Crepes are great. Yeah. Cause you can do so many things with crepes. You fill them with anything. It's a, it's, it's a tortilla. Yeah. It's, it's, it's the possibilities are endless. Sky's <laughs> the limit. Oh man. Well, that was certainly an odd segment and, uh, you know, so cut that right out. (laughs) (laughs) And so is this next segment. That's odd. Todd. Yeah. So this segment, this is, uh, this is all you Todd. This is the two truths and one lie. So if you have those ready, go ahead and just whip those out and put them, put them out there for us. Okay, so two truths and a lie. These all took place in San Francisco. I had to, I had to come up with an, uh, an umbrella, an overarching sort of uh, theme to them. All took like place it. in San Francisco when I lived there, when I first, got, first started working in the skateboard industry. Okay. Uh, and number one, my friends and I, we would carpool to work. And we would buy those uh, those Oddwalla drinks, Oddwalla naked juice drinks, and yes. we would finish them off. And then we would take the finished container and stuff it under the seat in the person's car and not tell them. And the heat of the day during the course of a week or two would 
caused the plastic to expand and eventually burst, spraying bacterial contents into someone's car if they didn't find it in time and leaving uh, discoloration and, and bad smells. Uh, that's, ah. that's one. Second one, uh, in San Francisco as well, uh, my roommates and I had a dispute with our landlord over a security deposit. And so when we moved out, we knew we were moving out and we gathered frozen, well, we gathered roadkill, froze it in the freezer, cut away the drywall of the wall, pulled it away. So we stuffed froze, the frozen roadkill into the wall, <laughs> sealed the wall back up, okay. painted it exactly the way it had been before, and then we moved out. San Francisco is a cold place, so it would take a while for that roadkill yeah. to thaw and then rot. But once it does, the smell and the effect would be ruinous. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And that was how we got back at the landlord. I like that. Uh, that's, that's number true. two. Okay. Number three, uh, also working at that same skateboard company, we used to prank each other constantly. And what we would do, we would run to the local burrito place, take an order for everybody in the art room and get like, you know, five or six burritos to bring back mm -hmm. for everybody to eat. And we would bring skateboard wheels to the burrito place. We were friends with the people who worked there and we'd hand them a wheel and they would put it in the burrito and roll it up with the burrito. And so you'd get your burrito back and you'd unwrap it and you'd be like working on something and you bite into it, <clears throat> bite into a skateboard wheel. Oh goodness. Mm. Yeah. Did you have, did this, how was the dental insurance at this place? I can't go into that because I would then show my hand. <laughs> Ooh, <yes>. Okay. <laughs> oh, goodness. So those three, you've got a skateboard right. wheel, you've got roadkill, and you've got exploding Odwalla bottle. <laughs> Two oh, shoots yeah. and one line. So, all right. First, the Odwalla. That was, yeah. that's very specific. Bacterial so contents all throughout, yeah. you know. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like you, I don't know. Maybe he was trying to throw it off by being specific. Yeah. But roadkill I could see him doing the roadkill thing. I, I want that to be true, but I that's the least believable one out of all I, of them. I think it's it I wouldn't put it past this this Todd. Yeah. Particular Todd. <laughs> you're, yeah. You're, <laughs> yeah, I think the um actually I think this the skateboard wheel one is that one I mean that's pranky as well. You know what? I'm going with the uh, Oddwalla. I think that is the, I think that is the lie. Okay, so Brad's going with Oddwalla, and lock it in. I'll, I'm gonna go in with. I'm gonna lock in the roadkill. I hope yeah. to God I'm wrong, but I, I just gotta go with it. All right, Todd. The fake story is, drum roll, Oddwalla, roadkill. Dang ah, it! Yes, you win. <laughs> no. Dang. I mean, I mean, I'm like a little sad. That was very bittersweet winning that. Um, it's, yeah. uh, it's a true story, but it's not my true story. Okay. A friend of mine did that when I was in college <laughs> to the house that we moved out of. That is awesome. That is so bold. Yeah. yeah it I, is a doozy. I love that. Did, did it's you like ever, dead opossums in, in a wall. Frozen oh, did you ever hear any, Did you ever, ever hear anything back about it? Uh, well, he got the hell. This is like you know, after, after finishing college, yeah. uh, got the hell out. And like, you know, uh, it's a college town. So people have signed a nine month lease basically and then jam. And so it sits there for the summer. Yeah. That's the thing. I did. That's the part of the story I couldn't go into was it's going to go undiscovered for two to three months because all the places sit there unoccupied oh. for three months. Oh, okay. And so, and, oh. and so I think I seem to remember him saying that someone across the street saw, <laughs> saw like a whole, 
you know, battery of first like law enforcement was called in. And then after that, uh, repair people, like oh uh, truck, a plumber, <laughs> uh, a drywall, like, you know, like, like various service vehicles right. backing up the driveway, all attending to it because you know, you're like, what the hell is that smell yeah. coming from behind this wall? You brought in CSI. Look, like, yeah. It's, it must be a dead dog outside. No, there isn't, yeah. you know, like it, the, 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 the plot thickens. Um, and yeah, and, and that was in Santa Barbara where it's warmer than San Francisco. So there'd be sun yeah. hitting that wall. And it, it's oh my gosh. Oh, no, that's, yeah. I'm writing that one down for any future um, terrible landlords I have. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a good one. No, that's a that's a that's a doozy. Yes. And um, so with the with the skateboard wheel one, how has did anyone ever have any sort of terrible dental injuries with this? No, no, okay. because it you know because it wasn't like it wasn't like Fred Flintstone going like ah into yeah. it. Just, <laughs> that's you know, what I pictured. Like, yeah, you're just kind of like uh, just kind of uh, nibbling. So yeah, very just, like, into it, and then like at, at the most, you like what? You pull out, there'd be a wheel, a little thirty-two millimeter wheel. Yeah, you pull out between your teeth. But no, nah, it was just, and we'd sit there and watch and stare at someone <laughs> and, and without showing our hand and wait for them to bite into it. And then, <laughs> I love it. Um, yeah, yeah. we have to adopt that in the um, the Toddcast writing room. Just shove a Todd just, in your burrito. <laughs> just <laughs> like there's an entire person in this burrito. There's just a yeah. there's just a guy standing in the corner with a tortilla shell on him. <laughs> it's it's our worst guest. And you guys have who the worst guest was, so it's that that one gets stuck in the burrito. <laughs> oh. uh, now that's and and the uh, odd walla bottles. How long did how long did that go on for? Oh, we did it for a couple of years. I mean, we just oh, nice. do, you know we, we we do it a lot. But you'd if you got to the point where you like in a, in 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 murder movies where you always should just check the back seat to make sure there's no one sitting behind the yeah. driver. You know, you do the same thing. You just get into the car and you look under the seats every couple of days just to like make sure there wasn't a a green. One was called the green machine. That was the worst one. Oh yes, like yeah, green machine. It had like a seaweed in it. You know, it had like a a, a, a superfood was what yeah. it claimed to be. And yeah, so, so super. that green stuff really multiplied. And when it popped, it, it, it smelled horrible. Yeah. Like, and uh, yeah, it was bad news. Yeah. Seven uh, day old liquid spinach stench. Well, yeah. the cap would be screwed on. So think yeah. of the heat that it would take yeah, off just, the cap off. Was, oh, yeah. Turn the spinach into burst. gas. Oh, <laughs> oh <exactly. laughs> Ew. Goodness. That's, yeah, that's, yeah. That's filthy. Yeah. So pranks. Yeah, oh, my my. You're quite the were real prankster. prankster. You're quite the prank prankster. Real yuckster. Yeah, yeah. So you're looking forward to April first. Can't wait. <laughs> mark your calendars. Yeah. Uh, Do you really have to mark your calendar for April first? Like that's <laughs> it's so easy to see that. Yeah, yeah. I lost like, track oh, of today. It. <laughs> it's April first. Yeah, I thought it was the thirty second. Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's like the. <laughs> Like every other holiday, like Thanksgiving changes Thursdays and things like that. But yeah. April Fool's Day is always April 1st. Yes. You don't have to mark your calendars, folks. Mark your calendars. Yeah. And also grab pen and paper because we're about to get some advice from Todd. In Todd, we trust. All right. I think so we you want them to, you, you want them to write it down? I want them. They, they, they can't just listen? No, write this okay. down because this is going to be good. Um, uh, I know it's going to be. This guy, this Todd seems very trustworthy. Um, so I'm just going to give you the floor, Todd. <laughs> <laughs> What's one piece of advice you like to leave the listeners? Well, I feel like my three pranks 
were in a sense advice yes, uh, they on, were. Uh, on how to exact revenge. <laughs> um, so I, I would hope people have written those ones down. There's varying degrees of damage done from just a, 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 a simple teehee of a burrito with a tiny wheel in it yeah. up to a more annoying mild property damage exploding, uh, you know, juice drink up to a full throttle potential lawsuit, Law- inspiring, <laughs> uh, 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 dead zoo in your wall, you know? Yeah, so. Um, so, uh, uh, you know, I, I guess the things I, cause I doing this, this art ambassador thing for Vans, I, I talk to a lot of teenagers, you know, a lot of like young people who either are, are creative and trying to find a direction, uh, or people have just gotten out of art school, you know, and, and they're, 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 uncertain if they've made the right choice mm-hmm. and it's funny because i've just been dicking around this whole podcast and here i actually sound like i'm pretty serious about something you guys yeah, are like it's, oh it's so sincere to a halt i'm just waiting for when you guys to lift up and fart um, <laughs> so uh so what i always tell people who are you know insecure or uncertain of, of the direction they're going in with their career especially if it's a creative career but it can really apply to anything mm-hmm. is um that you uh, you can't really control how much talent you necessarily have, but you can definitely control your effort. And I, uh, maybe it speaks a little bit to sort of my borderline workaholism, but I like to try and outwork everybody around me. And I feel that the practice that that gives you in itself makes you better. And by not settling for um, what's good enough, and maybe pushing yourself into something that is hopefully as good as you could possibly make and do and pushing yourself and pushing yourself and doing it again and again and again and not settling and not sort of not falling in love with your own work, but always trying to be better at it. I feel that that is a very healthy uh, way to go about a career. Um, and you'll never regret trying really hard, yeah. but you might regret not putting your heart into it and not giving it all you had because you were afraid to fail or you're, you're afraid to embarrass yourself in front of others, uh, or you're afraid to find out that maybe you didn't have what, you know, it takes. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, I, I guess that would be my, my advice is try as hard as you can and push as hard as you can and try and outwork everybody around you because it'll probably pay off. Yeah. I think that's, that's really That's good fantastic. Yeah. yeah. I think we, we definitely tend to sell ourselves short. And like you said, you just be like, ah, that's, that, that's good enough. And we kind of settle for that when I think we're all s- so capable of doing so much more. Um, but yeah, and it's like, every, if you don't work harder, someone else out there is going to work harder and they're going to, you know, get, get where you're trying to go faster or beat you uh, there or whatever it is. Um, yeah, that's a solid advice right there. Yeah, yeah. The one, the one part that really stood out to me was the part where you said, um, "You won't regret trying too hard, but you'll, you will regret not trying hard enough." Yeah. And I think that's, that's if, if anybody can sit there and look back and be like, "Dang, if I would have," and you see it day in your almost every day. Is there there's something that you go through where you're like, "If I would have just done it, if I would have tried a little harder, put a little more effort in." the result would have been much different, but then you can't change it. Once some, some things you can't change once it's done. So put that, put that effort in right then do your best then. And I mean, 
yeah. like you said, you won't, you won't regret doing your, trying your hardest and putting in all the work you can. And, and, you know, to add to that, I think there's, there's sort of a subtext in there that like, uh, regrets are something that I'm doing everything in my, in my power to avoid. Yeah. And, and I have a lot of regrets, uh, from earlier times in my life where I lacked confidence and, and really had no sort of sense of self, you know, and, uh, uh and, and I, have done everything I can to have as few regrets since then in terms of the way that I, the way that I work and my output and, and, and sort of that stuff. And there's, there's, you you know, no one's, no one's batting a thousand, but like trying as hard as you can and not getting lazy and not mailing anything in, uh, it can't help but bear a certain degree of fruit. Yeah. Yeah. And the whole, the whole regrets thing is, I mean, you can look at it, use it as a synonym for just something that you can, I mean, you don't have to classify it as a regret and you can classify it as a learning experience. But I mean, that's cliche to say, but it's, it's that's true. true. There's things yeah. that you, there's things you can't change and you can either sit there and dwell on oh, that. I wish I could do this differently. Or you can sit there and be like, well, when, if I encounter this again in the future, I will do it differently. Mm-hmm. And it's just all, it, like you said, it's perspective. Um, it's, it's pretty weird how this podcast takes a 180 in this seg- segment. <laughs> I'm sorry. This there is getting, way, this is getting way too serious. Yeah, like, I, yeah. like we, yeah. that, that entire time I was like, are we, is this still the same podcast? Like, I know that's why, that's why I had to preface it the way I we, did on my hand. Listen, you know, I, like I, we transcended gonna, into a positive, yeah, in, a and positive that, yeah, light. And to, Something with actual merit. Right. Yeah. There was there was substance um, to that. We, we, we don't do yeah. substance around here. Leading merit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, but I, I I think that was great advice. And uh, everyone out there, hope you had your pen and paper ready. Yeah. Hope yeah. you wrote that down. That's some good stuff. I mean, you know, the 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 irony is I'm getting serious and uh, sort of dedicational in talking <laughs> about basically what I do for a living, which is drawing dick jokes and fart right. jokes and pigeons. <laughs> Pecking up people's eyes, and <laughs> you know, it, it's all—it's it, the work I do is ridiculous. Most of it, you know, most of it's dark, darky, and funny, and yeah, and stupid, you know. But I've—I've I've, <laughs> I've forged a career in it. I've gotten really good right. at doing stupid crap, and so uh, 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 everybody's got their version of that. And and, I, and a lot of people would say that the job that I've got is a is a dream job, and, and I would yeah. agree. But well, uh, I, it took a lot of work to get there. Well, like, I mean, you were, you were kind of like, not, not knocking it down, but you were, you were saying it in a way that what you do is very, it's very, very rare. You say it's, it's dick jokes, it's things like that. But like, if you can be successful running with that, like it takes a lot more effort to be successful and make a career out of something like that, than it is just to do the run of the mill landscapes or this or that like you have this smaller area that has <laughs> there's you, there's less of a demand for what i do so yeah, right yeah. so it's interesting yeah. market it's an interesting market. with that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i mean you're sitting here on the toddcast like i think we uh we're, we're, we're your right. yeah we're, we're your, the <laughs> we're the equivalent to that well and, and it's funny you, you mentioned that too because i i've obviously we've all had a lot more time to think about things this year and, yeah. and as as I am with things and it there's in addition to, 
you know, 270,000 uh, uh, dead in this country um, from a, 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 an outbreak. Um, I also had uh, both my parents died this year. Oh, and man, so man. it's been a very uh, rough, challenging year for me. And, uh, and yet, and then uh, yet the career stuff has never been better. And it's, it's very confusing. Oh, yeah. Um, and, and you get a lot of, I don't know, you just have to sort of step back and try and gain some perspective on all that kind of stuff. And, uh, to, 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 to feeling both blessed and cursed in the same, the same breath. And so, um, I, what I've been thinking about a lot lately is, is like, you know, at some point this, this train is going to careen off the rails, you know, uh, and, and things will slow down more than I want them to, you know? And so I'm really trying to enjoy the ride as much as I can and, um, trying to prolong it as much as I can because it's super fun. But I, I am sitting back at times now and thinking about, um, what got me to this point, which is perspective has never been my strong point until maybe, more this year than in recent years because of everything that's happened. Yeah. Uh, and so, so, you know, uh, it, it's without sounding like an egomaniac and I'm just sitting back and reflecting upon myself, uh, uh all the time, just, just the, the very, again, if there's a lesson to be learned, it's, it's, um, not settling yeah. and, and not taking the stuff for granted and working your ass off because it could all go away tomorrow. And, uh, you, yeah. you know, we could, we could wind up with a ventilator down our tube tomorrow. But we could also a ventilator down our throat tomorrow, but we could also wind up uh, uh, dying or becoming seriously set back by a number of physical yeah. or mental ills. And so mm-hmm. uh, I, I'm, I'm really focused on trying to squeeze every drop out of life now in ways that I, uh, I w- within my, w- within reason, obviously in ways that I maybe didn't have a perspective to, to, to do so in the past. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, that's, it, it sucks that the things that went on to get you to where you're at now happened, but it's, I don't know. It's, it, it's just, it's, I don't know. It's rough. Like that's crazy. And it sucks that that kind of stuff happened, but it also, you, like you were saying, you kind of, you, you feel blessed this year, but you also feel cursed. So it's just, it's crazy to have so many good things happen and so many bad things happen. And you, you never know where to, where to put your feelings at. Like, do I focus on the good things that have happened? Do I let the bad things happen change? And like, I mean, from what you're saying, you took some of the bad stuff and the negative stuff and put it in a light to help you move forward with your life and things that you do daily, how you put all your effort into stuff daily and things like that, because like you said, nothing is guaranteed for tomorrow. So, yeah. Yeah. And, and also, you know, the, a lot of the work I do is pretty negative too. And so I'm able to get a lot of that off my chest uh, yeah. uh, with my work and sort of uh, being able to laugh at the dark shit. So yeah, yeah you've, you've yeah. got to, you've got to find uh, ways to laugh at some of that stuff. So yeah, no, but I, I, I think that was a very, very good advice. Yeah. I think that is actually some nod-worthy advice you've given us all. It's time to give a nod to Todd. <laughs> yes, it was um, nod-worthy indeed. Oh, oh it's a ca- it's a cat. What is yeah. this? What is what is this cat's name? This is Peeps. Ah, uh, what's up, Peeps? Yeah. 
Yeah. I thought it was I thought it was Bob. It's hanging with the Yeah, this is yeah, this is uh, this Robert. Is, this is Robert Cat. Yeah. No. <laughs> this is Peeps. Robert Maybe. Meowney Jr. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That sucked. Um <laughs> Yeah, I call my um, my dog Tony Tony Barks, so it kind of goes hand oh. in hand with. There you go. Um, <laughs> yeah, so thank you for using our podcast as a as a canvas that you painted with your words. Um, was it? It was we, more than a thousand words. <laughs> oh, it was, it was so many words. I yeah. more words than I thought were. Ended it down to a thousand. <laughs> no, we we had a good time, and hopefully, hopefully, you did as well. Um, yeah, once again, thanks thanks for taking the time out. I mean, it's. It's been a it's been a great time, Michael. I think Michael, did you enjoy it? Oh yeah. Are you uh, satisfied? Did he did he meet your needs? I'm aroused. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was the crotch cam. Yeah, crotch cam. <laughs> and to the crotch cam. That's at some point we'll have to every every we'll have to invest in crotch cams for this. Um, yeah, seems like the next logical step. <laughs> That'll be the uh, mm-hmm. people have, people have to pay extra for that. If you don't, somebody will. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Um, yeah, so everyone out there, uh, please check out his Instagram, um, at Todd Francis art, uh, check his website out or, or the website, um, uh, the foolsmart.com. It's in his bio at, or on his Instagram page. So you'll be able to access it there pretty easily. Um, check out the art. I mean, he's got the calendar, the calendar is going to be coming up. You is the calendar available already for 2021. The calendar releases uh, the first week of December. Nice. And, uh, but it'll still be available through January. Okay. Yeah. So everyone check that out. I mean, check out his Instagram. He's got some, some great work. I think he, 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 he played it down, but it's, it's pretty, it's pretty funny. It's, it's awesome. Um, I think everyone will get a pretty good kick out of it. So, and if you go to his Instagram, you get to, you get to see the cheeks. So, Oh, <laughs> oh. get to hear them too. <laughs> This is where did these farts come from? This has been I know very I, flatulent. I, I, can't wait, I can't wait. Your the next Todd is going to be a, like a philosopher or something, and and uh, Fart if, if they get a hold of this thing first, they're like, I don't know, guys. I don't. I, just, I don't know if this is really the template for me. <laughs> no, we'll, we'll make it his template. He'll, everyone farts. People fart. <laughs> All right. Um, so yeah, we've got we've got your website out there. Um, Everyone out there, like I said, check out check out his Instagram. Check out the website. Uh, check us out on uh, Instagram at the Toddcast Pod. Like we mentioned earlier, we are. I mean, this is a recorded episode, so you get to see all of our faces. You get to see. I, I think there were at one point there was a crotch cam. <laughs> for a, a fleeting yeah, so, moment. <laughs> for a this is a, a glimpse. So mm-hmm. um, now, but check us out on YouTube. Subscribe and rate in the. Um, in the uh, pod, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you find um, podcasts. So with that being said. Yeah, with that, I'm Michael. I'm Brad. And he He's is Todd. Todd. <laughs> oh, <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh my goodness! Ah, oh, well. Yeah, that. I didn't think we were gonna have that many farts. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs>